Hey everybody, it's your girl Nikki Washington. Welcome to this week's episode of Let Me Find Out, a witty take on life and culture. Listen, I am glad you came back. I know that things have been tough. It's been a hard year. And you know what? Sometimes it's just enough to make it through the day. But not only did you make it through the day, you decided to let me see what my girl is talking about. So I just want you to know, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming to be a part of this lemon pepper kickback, this cookout, this barbecue, if you will. Hey, if you're new to the podcast and you're like, I don't know what this girl's talking about. First of all, welcome. Welcome to the fold. Welcome to the family. We need a couple of things from you. So this is a cookout. And the way that you contribute to said cookout is by bringing some to the cookout. Now, whether it's paper plates, whether it's potato salad, you know, we got to vet you for that potato salad. <laughs> or whether it's, I don't know, the dessert. The way that you contribute to this cookout is by liking, subscribing, sharing, reposting. All of these things help us to be found by people who might not find us otherwise. So go ahead and subscribe. Hit that little button. Let me know that it's real. Go ahead and leave a little comment, a little review. Let your girl know how you're feeling about it. You know what it is. And uh, that's, you know, that's what we require here. That's what we need. We don't ask for anything but your participation. Amen. Amen. <laughs> now, for my day ones, my ride or die, my, hey, Nikki, we've been with you for four seasons. First of all, can I just say I appreciate you? You didn't have to do it, but huh? You did. So thank you so much for doing it for your girl. I really uh, love the space that we have created here and we've cultivated. And it really is a space where we can just talk about all things life. We can talk about all things culture. We can talk about all things fun, uh, informative, self-help, all the stuff. We run the gamut on this show. And the intention is really that you would walk away better. And if nothing else, you would have a good laugh. So hopefully you're getting all that more. If you have looked at the topic, you know what it is. You know what we're about to talk about. Now, listen, this is important, y'all. This is highly important, particularly those of you who don't want to live your life in a rat race of uh, always having to um, have a paycheck every week and you maybe want to be an entrepreneur or perhaps you don't mind working for someone else, but you want to level up your income or you have a vision that you want to launch and you really just want to know how to expand it and scale up. This is for you. So if this is you, buckle in. This 10 minutes will be worth the ride. Feel free to share with your business partners or your friends and be like, hey, check this out. Listen, let us take some notes. It's going to be real high level because again, we got 10 minutes and because I'm on the road, I'm doing bite-sized chunks. I really don't have the time like I used to in this season anyway to dedicate to 30 plus minute episodes of the podcast. But I love y'all and I want to talk to y'all. So what you get these 10 minutes every couple of days, every week, and I got you and we're going to make sure it's packed and power punching type of situation, right? So um, before I get into this, this list, I almost forgot. If you are not following me on social media. What are you doing with your life? I mean, are we really even friends? I'm just saying. So go ahead and hit that uh, follow button on any social media platform. My handle is Nick, N-I-K-K, last name Washington, at wherever you're logged on. My most commonly used social media are Instagram, uh, followed by a close second of, uh, let's see, well, it's kind of like a tie with TikTok and Twitter. I try to get on there just to keep the platform fresh. Facebook is probably the one that I use the least, followed by Snapchat. So <laughs> Instagram, you're sure to get a reply. You're sure to, you're sure to uh, get um, some kind of response and interaction and a follow and all that good stuff. So go ahead and hit me up on that social media platform. Let me know that it's real. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. So again, we're talking about today things that you need to consider before partnering with someone in business or in vision casting. Now, listen, your girl done had a lot of business 
lot of business, as some people would say, business encounters, business endeavors, business partnerships. Most of them really good. Most of them really healthy. To the to the glory of God, I am able to properly, uh, really just kind of uh, discern uh, partnerships and and uh, vet and really just kind of lean into what I believe I'm sensing regarding uh, partnering with people. And let me give a disclaimer. Partnering doesn't always look like an official partnership. So just because you guys don't have an inked contract, just because you haven't laid out a business plan and um, laid out a whole like a org chart, that doesn't mean that you're not in partnership. A lot of times you can be in partnership with uh, mentors, mentee partnerships. You could be in partnership with your friends who just literally have a, a think tank group where you come and you discuss ideas. You can be in partnership with people who uh, who are interested in growing their money and you're learning how to grow it together. So there are different types of partnerships. Partnerships don't always have to be formal. It can be informal. And so to be cognizant of that will really help you to discover if you are in partnership with the right people. And let me also say this, because I know somebody is going to be like, well, Nikki, I don't know. Let me just like say this. Just because you and your friends or you and your associates are not good partner fits doesn't mean they're not good friends, doesn't mean they're not a good associates, doesn't mean there's not value that's added to your connection, whether it's you pouring into them or them pouring into you. Just because you uh, listen to this list and determine you're not good uh, business partners doesn't mean y'all still can't rock with each other. Y'all can still go bowl. Y'all can still go to dinner. Y'all can even still discuss vision. It just means that you can't land there. It's not a place for you to sow seed there and actually come into agreement with that person. It's literally just a place for you to encourage each other and to uplift each other and to strengthen each other. But as far as like actual partnership might not be the best fit for you. So without further ado, I know I done ran the gamut. This is the longest intro that I've had. I don't think I've ever had a five minute and 59 second uh, intro, but here we are. So without further ado, let's talk about it. We're getting into the, let's see, one, two, three, four, five ways that you will know. I was going to say ways and re- reasons and it came out ways. Five ways that you will know if the person you're considering partnering with is someone you should partner with. Again, this is not exhaustive. That is not detailed. It's just a high level thing for you to consider and take back to your partnership and really do some like Google University, YouTube University searches to really see if, if you're on the right path. So the number one, and this is in no particular order. So it's not like the first thing on the list. It's just really what you should look for. Oh, so number one, you need to be able to determine when considering partnering with someone in business or in vision casting, uh, if they are a thought leader, meaning if they think outside the box, if their thoughts are um, or creative, if they have ingenuity, uh, particularly if they don't think like you. I think that's a really great thing. When you get into a space where you're trying to partner with someone and you think exactly alike, you're much less likely to be stretched, um, to grow, to be stretched, to think outside the box, to be stretched because you, you guys basically are playing from the same exact Uh, viewpoint and vantage point. So I think it's highly important to have people on your team, to have people in partnership with that don't think like you. You need someone to challenge your thoughts. You need someone to really uh, help you to grow and stretch and not be afraid to uh, play to the left if you're on the right or vice versa. So again, making sure that you have someone on your team. And also, let me say this, it doesn't mean there's a partnership of one for one. You could have partnership with multiple people, a group, if you will. In that group, there needs to be someone that does not think like you that's willing to ask the bearish questions, that's willing to really just call you to the carpet and say, okay, I know this is your opinion and you're hardwired on it, but have you thought about this? 
that really, really matters. I have been in both spaces. I've been in places where I was in partnership with people who thought just like me and it was healthy. It was good. But when I've been in partnership with people who did not think like me, they always saw my my blind spot. There was always an area where I was like, huh, I never thought about that. And even if we didn't agree, we could disagree respectfully and we could still meet in the middle. And I think that's where creativity is born. So again, don't think like you. You need people in your corner who do not think like you. Number four, you need people on your team that make good choices and or have good business instincts. So there are some people in some areas of life, they don't make good choices, but when it comes to business, they are spot on. They, their instincts are just A1. You need to be able to vet ahead of time before you agree, does this person make good choices in life? Does this person make good choices as far as business instincts? Um, when they talk about business, is it logical? Is it sound? Is it forward thinking? Um, are they risk averse? Are they not risk averse? Those things matter. You need people on your team, again, that will play to your strengths. So if you're a risk averse person, having someone on your team that's willing to take calculated risk matters. It's important. They'll pull you out of that. Also, do they make good choices in regular life? If you have someone that literally makes money and then the following weekend they go and blow it all at the casino, well, that kind of speaks to how that person operates in all of life. So there may come a time in your business structure where they're willing to gamble all of your stuff away in an irresponsible and uncalculated way. So I want to make sure I emphasize that. There's such thing as calculated risk. There's there's a such thing as when you gamble it all because you know it's a calculated risk, but there's also a such thing as um, really just being reckless. So you want to make sure that they make good choices in that they're not reckless where it counts. So again, number five, they don't think like you. That to me is a sign that you might have a good partner in your hand. That doesn't mean they're outlandish, but it means that they're sound, but they're opposite of where you're coming from. Number four, they make good choices and or have good business instincts. It matters. Number three, match your energy. Hello. It's not enough, you know, just for them to match a fly, right? Do they match your energy? Like there is something to be said for people who have the same type of grit um, or have a great work ethic. And it doesn't mean, again, that you guys have to be um, the same type of person. It just means you have to want it, I believe, to the degree that someone else wants it. Like there is nothing worse than being in a group project like when you were in college and you're the only one doing the group project. There is nothing worse like that you're the only one pulling everybody matching energy in that they're all pulling their weight in a different way. It doesn't mean that you're all are doing the same thing. One person could be writing the business plan. Another person could be going out, getting the venture capital. Another person could be researching uh, data and analytics. So everybody's doing something, but they're matching energy in their effort. So you're not the only one in the ring. I think that's so important because eventually, if you turn around and find that you are the only person really going hard in the paint for what y'all want, you'll become frustrated. And then you'll feel like the buy-in isn't the same. And then you'll feel like you deserve more because no one else is pulling their weight. So again, making sure that you're surrounded by people who match your energy. And I want to emphasize, not necessarily in skill set, but really in hunger, in desire to be successful, in really focus, in being lasered into what it is you guys say or what it is you guys uh, believe that you're supposed to do together. So I think that matters. Number two, this is going to seem super simple, right? But I think it's important. Clear vision. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard somebody say, that they are partnering in a, a restaurant or this, that, and third, and one person has a desire for it to look like this, and another person has 
a desire for it to look like that. And there's a split vision. And so you have so much going on, all this little stuff that you really are not concise and you really don't have a cohesive brand. I think it's so important to make sure that you partner with people whose visions align with your visions for your businesses, for all of your structures. It really, really matters. The, the scripture says it like this, how can two walk together lest they agree? So you have to be able to agree that you're going in the same direction, that you have the same mindset as it relates to how you're approaching this business, how you want this brand to look and what you want the outputs to be. I think that's important. It doesn't mean you have to agree on every single line item, but it means in an overarching way, you really need to be in the place in the space where you guys have a clear vision. Your vision is the same thing. And that overall, not little nitpicky stuff, but overall, you want the same things out of this business, whether it's your bottom line, you want to open up a restaurant. If you decide you want your restaurant to serve Indian food and someone else decides they want the restaurant to serve Mexican food, well, you might have a fusion thing and it might work. But if you want it all your way and they want it all their, their way, then that's a split vision and then there's a problem. So making sure you come to the table, compromise, meet in the mid middle if your visions don't all completely align. But making sure that, that at the end of the day, they align, that you have a cohesive plan and a cohesive uh, vision that both of you agree on. So I think that's important. So let's recap real quick and we're going to hit that number one again. Number five, you need people that do not think like you on your team. People that can really see your blind spots, speak to areas that you don't know about and really just kind of um, hold you down in that way. So number five, don't uh, think like you. Very, very important. Number four, they make good choices and or have good business inst instincts. Again, I say and or because there are some people that may not make good choices in some areas in life, but when it comes to business, they're really sharp. There's some people that are sharp in both places. And there are some people that you really um, can see from afar that that maybe some of the um, not so good choices in some areas don't affect how they do business. So again, that's why I say and or making good choices and or having good business inst instincts. I think that's very, very important. Number three, Match your energy. Again, it's not about skill set. It's about hunger. It's about desire. It's about laser focus. Making sure y'all all on the same page. It is muy, muy importante. <laughs> Very important. Okay, number two. What did we say? Again, clear vision. You have to be on the same page. Your visions have to be congruent. And you have to really overall want the same bottom line. It matters. It matters. I cannot express to you or overemphasize this point. And this is coming from now this point. I have lived this. I have been in a place where I wanted to put product out that was quality and the other person was only concerned about the bottom line and did not like quality. They literally were like, I don't care what it looks like as long as I get paid. And I was on the mindset of, no, I care about what it looks like and our bottom line. And we just couldn't agree on that. So we could not walk together because we are, were not a, in agreement on what we wanted the product and the output to be. I didn't want to cut corners. They wanted to cut corners. So again, there are times where you really have to make sure y'all want the same things the same way and not just a, a dollar because my mama always said, and I agree, all money ain't good money. So you got to make sure that in all of your doing, you're not just getting money, you're getting good money. So that's something to be mindful of. And last, but certainly not least, certainly not least. Honestly, I think this is a mantra for life. I think this is a mantra for business, for romantic relationships, for friendships, for um, community service. I think for cooking, <laughs> maybe not cooking. But the last thing that I think is probably the most important thing when deciding whether you should go into partnership with someone is trust. Can you trust the person to show up? 
Can you trust the person to be who they say they are? Can you trust the person to be all in? Can you trust that the person you're partnering with is going to be just as committed, just as focused, and just as driven as you are? There is nothing worse than getting in the thick of a vision and realizing you've wasted your time, your talent, or your treasure because someone decided to flake out halfway through it. Because someone decided that they didn't want to commit to what they committed to. Because someone decided, and don't get me wrong, let me, be, let me give a disclaimer. There are times in life where we get in the thick of a thing when you realize it's not really what our heart's desire is. Or maybe we misheard the instruction that we, we thought we heard, whether it was from God or whether you had an inter- internal dialogue and you said, okay, this is what I want to do with my life. And you get in there. But we've all had it. If you've been to college, we've all been. I remember when I was an undergrad. I was like, okay, I'm going to do therapy. I'm going to be a psychologist. I want to do counseling, this, that, and third. And it wasn't, y'all, until I got to grad school. Literally, not joking, y'all. My last, like, year and a half of grad school, it hit me. I was like, I don't want to be a full-time counselor. I was just like, it just hit me. And it wasn't that counseling was bad. I love counselors. I love therapists. I am a whole heart. Um, wholehearted rather believer in therapy. I, I participate in therapy. I consider myself a landing place for a lot of my friends who want counseling. So that's not what I'm saying. I just knew for me as a profession, it was something that I did not want to do long term. I didn't realize it until a year and a half from my graduate program. So again, everybody who's went to graduate school, you know, graduate school is usually average two years. So you did, I did four years of undergrad, then two years of a graduate school and literally Halfway in the graduate school was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this in this way. So. so yeah, I didn't want to be that person in that way, in that space. So um, because I didn't want to, I had to pivot and had to realize, okay, what I thought I wanted is not really what I wanted out of it. And so again, there's nothing wrong with deciding um, halfway through things that, you know what, this is not the best fit for me. Um, but I think as much uh, due diligence on the front end to kind of really determine if you, what you're going into is something you really want to do is important because it'll mitigate your ability or to mitigate, mitigate rather um, your uh, likelihood of having to do that. Um, so at, at a, some point in time, it, we shouldn't be starting and stopping every kind of project because we we just trying to figure it out. Don't figure it out on other people's time. Don't figure it out on other people's dime. Really make sure that as much as possible, you know what you want going in so that you are a good partner. So hope this helped. Hope this information was sound. I actually went over 10 minutes. I think we hit on 17. And then um, I had a little disruption while I was recording. So if you hear a little disconnect about a minute ago, that's what it was. Nevertheless, we press on. Why? Because we bowed it, bowed it. I'm just saying, hey, if this was helpful to you at all, do me a favor. Go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, share. Hit me up on social media. Let me know what you think. If you want to add anything to this short list, if you feel like it was too short, um, charge it to my time and not my heart because the sister got to go. But I just want you to know uh, I appreciate y'all love y'all thank y'all for always holding me down always posting the podcast really it does my heart so good because it just you do it for the love right and you do it because you want to help people and when you see people share it's a reminder like wow people find value in this one but two they rock with you so thank you for rocking with your girl hit me up on social media that's nick n-i-k-k last name washington wherever you log on. And as always, I will see you and hear you next time on Let Me Find Out.